We are brought to you by M&S Mechanical and Home Improvement, LLC. If you need any HVAC or home improvement work, my guy, Anthony Merritt, is the guy to call. Uh, he does AC and heat installs, AC servicing, sheet metal, handyman work, or just general repairs. He's fully licensed and insured. I've known him for many years, and one of his things that he's always perfected his craft on was the passion for his HVAC work. We've been longtime friends and even uh, classmates. He is a great person and so great he will give you 10% off just for mentioning the Clocked Out podcast. So if you have any home improvement jobs or any HVAC jobs that are coming up, I would definitely recommend Anthony Merritt. You can reach him at 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1. That is 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1. Yo, so I I watched the last one, right? And uh, it bugged me because I, I said we were talking about the mafia and all that. And I was acting like I knew so much and I misspoke. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how they got uh, that's Paul what you Castellano. Gotta, yeah, that's how you got to start it out, then. Um, you got to clarify yeah, yeah, what yeah, you're exactly, saying. Exactly, bro. It, it, like, it killed me. Me and my brother were watching me. He was you're like, ah, like, oh, you fuck. Meant, you meant John Gotti. And I was like, yeah, I did. Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Mike Antidormi. What up, man? Yes, sir. Cheers. What's up? Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back. Thank you, bro. Maybe this time um, we'll be a little less chaotic. You know, that's fair. We got a little, a little wild, some raunchy stuff came out last time. <laughs> no, yeah. because you know the reason why I ask those questions is because like, you know, those are things that people like they. It's curiosity. They man. they think about. They yeah. just don't ask that because right. who the fuck's gonna ask a fighter that? That's fair. You know. That's fair. But you know, I wanted to know. Come on, but normal bodily functions. Right. Dude, they happen. Bring all those bodily function questions. <laughs> I'm with that. I'll answer all of them. So uh, we were talking before the show, and you mentioned that uh, you got a fight coming up. Yes, July so, 10th. I yeah. got a, little, a smoker at a gym in Waterbury. Same thing as my last fight. Uh, the last fight, I got injured in the first round. I thought I was doing well, but. Yeah, it happens. Part of the game. Dude, but, that was you know. that toe injury, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted so on my what Instagram. happened? Uh, early in the first round, probably, I don't know exactly when it was, but it was sh- like like right in the beginning of the first round. I threw a teep, try and keep my distance because I felt that he wanted to clinch me. That was, that was what he wanted. I don't think he wanted to stay at distance and strike with me. So he came in and tried to clinch off the rip and... I got like a little sweep off the rat off the rip, and I I took him down like off the sweep. But in Muay Thai, like it doesn't go to the ground all the okay. way. It's not like MMA. But uh, yeah, then he got back up and he continued to clinch. And so I tried to uh, keep my distance with a teep, and I think I hit his elbow, and my toe just dislocated. Uh, Real ugly, like dude. I seen the picture on your Instagram. That shit was fucking yeah, ugly. It was pretty gnarly <laughs> looking. They they looked at it, and they my coach. I was like, I, like as soon as I looked at it, I was like, oh damn, damn, look at my toe. <laughs> Just like make sure he knew, like you know what I mean, because he was like had me in the zone. Yeah. And then yeah, then the ref looked at it, and then they were like, yeah, they are not gonna continue. He said he said he actually asked me if I wanted to continue, and I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck it, let's just keep going. I think you could hear it in the video. So these but, are Muay Thai competitions, right? 
Yeah, this, this is, is what you're doing. Yeah, the last two are just Muay Thai fights. So. Okay, now what is that? What is that? See, I'm I'm very I'm very like amateur when it comes to all no, these all right. things. Uh, what is that in comparison to just normal MMA, like the UFC right. or any other competition? So MMA is like everything. It goes to the ground and they don't stand you up. There's no breaking you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could submit and do all that stuff. In Muay Thai, it's Muay Thai is the art of eight limbs. So it's a stand up fight. Uh, Hands, feet, knees, and elbows. The smoker is usually no elbows and no knees to the face because it's it's amateur. Mm-hmm. The last one was um was full headgear and sixteens. This oh, one will be sixteens, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna request that we do no headgear. We'll see if the opponent how they feel about it. But damn, so, no headgear that'd be that'd be dope. Yeah, it's better. In the last fight, if you watch the fight, every time he clinched me, my headgear, I had this brand new headgear. I, I never wear headgear, and I bought a pair, uh, a set of headgear for that fight, and I wore it like two times, and I thought it was good, and as soon as the fight started, it was like in my eyes the whole time. It just oh, kept coming just up over my face, over my face, so it was real aggravating. Like, take nothing away from the kid. He did a good job of clinching me up, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... That's going to be July 10th. July 10th. And, um, you know, we were just saying Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, round yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Round three, or yeah. fight three. Yeah. Um, See how that goes. That's, that's, It'll be earlier than that, so you can still watch mine and then and then go yeah. home and so, watch the So history. how does that work? Do they stream online, too, the, yeah, your fight? Yeah, there'll be – I'm not sure how many people they're letting in this time. They're letting more in than last time. I'm sh- uh, That's what I was told. So yeah. And then they, they stream it on uh, – I forget the name of the website, but I'll post it when fight time comes Dude, close. Yeah, definitely let me know because uh, yeah. you you already know Chris and I are gonna show up. You know, I definitely. It. I want to see. I want to see some fucking. Need my boys there. I want to see some dubs, That's man. I want to see some you. dubs. I got you. Um, I feel good. What's like? I, I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure I asked you this on the last podcast, but I was so fucked up that. That's the problem with drinking. We were, yeah, we were all a little <laughs> bit drank, yeah. drunk up there. It was, it was mm. fun though. We had a good time. Uh, definitely a good time. Mm. Uh, I gotta, I gotta make it more of like a special occasion to win. I'm not just having like two of these, you know, versus like getting borderline blackout yeah, yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, yeah, fair. The, I don't do that. Often. The most I've been fucked up on this show was the the taste of Portugal okay. episode. Well, that makes sense. It was me, Marco, and Joey, <clears throat> and we brought Portuguese moonshine, wine, homemade nice. wine, uh, beer. Dude, it was just disgusting. I yeah. felt like shit for yeah. like two days. Fair. But um, what, I was, what, <laughs> what I was going to ask you was what – because I don't remember – I know I asked you this, but what's like the next wh- – what is like the next steps that you have to take to make like a like an amateur or like a semi-pro league? I don't, I don't really know exactly the the structure of how you rank up you know, so like, and how you go up. Yeah, that's a good question, honestly. It's, it's like kind of – Basically, like I feel like I'm I'm doing the right things. Um, I want to get uh more Muay Thai fights first. You know, I've got a bunch of jiu-jitsu competitions. I won a bunch of jiu-jitsu competitions, and uh, like even at Blue Belt, I won the first one I did. I recently just lost one. I made a mistake mm-hmm. and, and and uh lost on points, but yeah. So I want to get more Muay Thai fights before I go strictly MMA because it just looks better at, for the organizations yeah. to have yeah. stand-up fights and uh, jiu-jitsu competitions. It's also experience too, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I do feel that uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm 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 getting there to 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 the point where I'm going to start having MMA fights. And how and about kickboxing? You going to get into kickboxing at all? Muay Thai. Muay Thai is like what kickboxing is different than Muay Thai. There's no uh, clinching, mm-hmm. which is like a huge aspect of Muay Thai is the clinch and 
So that's why I do Muay Thai instead of kickboxing because I, the the clinches it's cr- kind of crucial, especially in MMA. It's the closest MMA. one you could get to to the MMA, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, it's got it's a real fight, you know. Yeah. But it doesn't just doesn't go to the ground. Gotcha. You know, that's I mean they're obviously like boxing and kickboxing; they're all real fights, but. Yeah, Muay Thai is <clears throat> the closest thing you're going to get to, like, real, like, it's violent, you yeah. know? It's, it's pretty violent. So, so, I'm assuming, you know, how you advance, how I would, you know, how I would do it, or how I think it would be done, right. is uh, you would pretty much have to, like, dominate the competition and, and like, keep fucking people up and just exposure yeah, and just getting people to remember like your name, right? If you I'm want, not sure, yeah. I'm not sure exactly if that's the case. Well, because you you see a lot of like you see a lot of people that you don't hear about too often just coming out of nowhere and just making a name for themselves. Right. right. So there's like a I feel like there's a right way to do it. Like <clears throat> I don't I don't really want to uh, just get thrown into like some pro league like that. You know what I mean? I want to nah. get all the amateur yeah. experience that I can get. You know, I feel like that's those are the guys that. They, it seems like they're coming out of nowhere because they're fighting at these lower level competitions, lower level organizations, and then uh, when it's finally their shot, if they get a shot for a, a bigger organization, they come out and they they kill it because they have all that uh, experience already. You know, so right. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do it that way. I feel like that's the best way to go about it. So. Did Did you watch the Chandler <laughs> Oliveira fight? Yeah, I didn't watch it live. I didn't. No, no. I, I actually missed that one. But you, but you, you know, you, you observe what happened. Yes. Okay. Chandler came out guns blazing. Yo, and he round. almost had him a couple times. Almost had him, and I, then t- Oliveira's a tough dude. Dude, Real he hung tough. in there. Yo, there was one point where Oliveira was on the ground getting rocked in the fucking face. Yeah, but he was like, and he's up like, he but punched. he's, but he's, as he's getting hit. He is making adjustments to try to bring Chandler to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's, and eventually, after he taking like him. six hits to the head, yeah, he, he got like, him. Yeah. And I was like, Pulled dude, was you're so fucking lucky. He didn't knock you out right there. Like it was close, man. Gosh. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a testament to how tough he is, and he's, uh, his, like the shape that he's in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that really makes a difference too. Yeah. The, the better the shape you're in, the more but the bigger the shape. The fact you can that take. his game is like <clears throat> he's like a fucking snake he could wrap you up in a second and, yeah, yeah. and submit you Some nasty, but the nasty fact that jiu-jitsu. that's his game and then second round i felt like this was kind of like a fuck you to chandler he fucking well, got him was, with the strike it was it was close he man. got him with the strike chandler he he threw his i think it was a straight and he like backed off like on the same center line that he came in at yeah and uh i think it was a check hook that Oliveira hit him with and it was just money dude it was. It was eventually. You know, it was eventually going to happen. I felt like. I felt like. Uh, so, I'm a, uh, oh, sorry. I, I just. My once my mind goes, it just. It's hard to nah, s- slow it down. No, but um, what do you feel? Because I'm sure you've done. Well, it's obvious. You you did jujitsu competitions. Now you're you're in Muay Thai, right? right? Yeah. A- and then um, so now like because you're going from you know competition to competition, different rule structures, different. Just different levels of competition. Yeah. How how do you feel about for that fight? How do you feel that played out? Because in my opinion, I would have liked to see Chandler get some more experience in the UFC. Okay. Just, yeah. My Fair. my laptop was like, yo, All fuck good. you, dog. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Screw this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I feel the same way about that. I feel like uh, Chandler's definitely at the highest level. You know. 
Yeah. There's no doubt about it. He but came you don't out, think you don't it, think like he should have at least fought one more time? The way he took out Dan Hooker, dude. I don't know, man. That was, that was quick, dude. It I was did quick. See that fight too. It was mean. It was super simple and mm. stuck to the basics. You know, it was. It was like a master class, in my opinion. You know what I mean? He, he yeah. landed a great shot. For, was it was a first round, I think, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. an early first round. It was round. quick. Yeah, it was, it was impressive. A lot of people, to, but he Dan did Hooker get a lot of flack, though, because a lot dude. of people were like, really? One match? That's it? Yeah. You know, Oliveira, dude, I think been... Oliveira has the longest stretch without getting yeah. a title shot. Yeah. Like, I think he it was, was like 38 matches yeah, he was... in UFC history. Oliveira is. A savage. He's been uh, doing it a long time. Came through a lot of adversity, and you know what I mean to get yeah, to that spot. No, so for like, sure. to watch him win that was awesome. You know, no, it, it was. was, cool. it was. I saw a video of him going back to Brazil, and I was rooting for him. It, it was awesome. Yeah, dude. It yeah, was so cool. Now, um, you would have to imagine that uh, the winner of Poirier McGregor attempts gets the title, attempt, right? attempts to go at the title. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, if McGregor wins, d- d- does he? You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, does he go for that? You know? I, dude, honestly, those, him are, and those Usman, are all big questions. Dude, man. Usman, him and Usman, you know, they've been chitter-chattering on Twitter and shit. Right, right, right. And I, don't, I gotta be to. honest, yo. Like, I'm not, like, the the biggest, like, die-hard fan like I'm that, just getting you know? into it. Yeah, I'm just I, getting dude, into it. Dude, I don't get me wrong. I love fighting, you know what I mean? I love, yeah. like, all the big fights and stuff like that, but, like, I don't know. I just don't see myself as, like, the... The, he's like, yo. By the like time I get to, fan. by the time I get to the UFC, <laughs> these guys ain't gonna be here, so I don't need to watch well, them. Fuck hopefully, that. <laughs> hopefully that's not true. You know what I'm saying? But uh, nah, but I have a long road ahead of me, you dude. Know? Well, like, the only reason I'm not road. saying that as like an offensive, you know, no, saying. Know. I'm just saying because when I see people going into the UFC, people make their UFC debuts at like 30. Yeah, people are and 10, 15 years into the game type yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah. There's, but there's, they've been fighting forever. Yeah. But they just, they're making their UFC debut. Right. That's the highest the, level, man. That's And that's only what, five years for you? <clears throat> uh, What do you mean? Like you're 25 now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's yeah, five yeah. more five years, years now. Five years, yeah. So who knows, but I consider man? it, like I, I look at it as um time like that I've been in the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've only been training for about two years, a little over two years. And you know what? That's crazy that you've only been at it for two years. Some people, yeah. they've been exposed to this for like their whole lives. Right. And right. they still don't make it. You know what right. I mean? So like the fact that you're still pushing and you're you're only I'm, – I'm assuming, you know, I, I don't know exactly where to follow like your stats, mm. but – I'm assuming that you only are getting better, right? Yeah. Than before, I'm yeah. I'm because if not, better. if you weren't getting better than before, then then why are you still doing it? Right. You know, because right. I'm a full believer in giving your all to something, right. but if your all is your all and it doesn't even compare to even the close. fucking greats, right. then it's right. like, damn. Like then, if yeah, I don't like see no progression, before, it's like you're a hobbyist. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And bro, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot of guys that, you know what I mean, that are. In the gym we There's go to, or not. guys that I've yeah. trained with that are, you know what I mean? They're they're like hobbyists. They do it because they love it, you know. Yeah. And I do it because I love it too. But I also, you know what I mean? I have a drive. I want to be the best. You know now what I mean? your brothers, your brothers are both involved in. Yeah, they both actually it, right? just did really well. They're uh, really yeah. AJ's second competition, he won gold and bronze. And All Rob's right. first competition at Blue Belt, he had six fights, six subs, double gold. Jeez, it was awesome. Yeah, Jeez. he did really well. That's awesome. Yeah. Now. You might get into some trouble, you know. Yeah. He's like, nah, I can't nah. do it. I well, was gonna say, if train... you gotta rank, if you gotta rank your, uh, you and your brothers, you well, know, I'm never gonna say any. I, like, 
<laughs> I'll never say anybody could, you know what I mean? Especially my brothers, because they'll yeah. never let me live that. Yeah, I remember when AJ was a short little fucking bro. He's a beast, dude. man. He's yeah. a beast. So is Rob. They're but they neither of them train any striking. They yeah. they both keep telling me they're gonna start training striking. They both want to train striking, but yeah. they both just do jiu-jitsu. Well, so. that adds a whole another <laughs> level to it yeah the striking is just like, like i always tell them like it's a whole different competition it's yeah a whole and different it's approach. it's like it's super similar like you don't realize how like it, it's a martial art just like anything else so if you're doing boxing or you're doing muay thai or kickboxing or whatever it is it's just like jujitsu and they understand what jujitsu is and like if you're a fresh newcomer like a real green you're gonna get smashed you know right. what i mean like you just don't have the time on the mats you just don't have those techniques that are cemented in you so it's the same thing when you go into striking you have to yeah. Put the time in and really work hard if you want to be decent. Yeah, and you, and you know what? Like, as long as you're exposed to competition, you're not doing yourself a disservice. You know, right. like you're, you're you're attempting to get to the next level, which at that point, you know, you're not you're not. It's not like you're failing. You you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. not I'm not assuming that you're saying that about your, yourselves, but no. you know, like you guys are, you guys are all fairly doing good for. People who have just started, right. you know, and, right. and like that takes a lot of balls, bro. Like me personally, like imagine if I just decided to take up something as simple as tennis, you know what I mean? Something try, as bro, simple as tennis, bro, but you, try hitting that fucking ball I at an angle to I fucking, swear, yeah. I really did. <laughs> try hitting that ball at an angle to bounce into the fucking square. I don't even know how the rules go, but I know you yeah, have to yeah. get it in the square. Only on the, yeah. 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 It's tough. Tennis, at an tennis angle is like not this, easy. like they they just yeah. know what the fuck they're it's doing. It's hard. It's just years and years of practice. Exactly. But, but imagine if I so decided hard. to take that shit up right now. <clears throat> I was like, you know what? In a, in like five to ten years, I'm gonna I'm gonna take on like Roger Federer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that's the best idea. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like me like a couple years in saying I want to fight Khabib. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, you just you just it's hard. It's hard, yeah, dude. Right. Everybody and you know what? As as weird as it might be of a comparison. I could compare what you, what you're doing now to when I first started photography, you know, where it's like, dude, at the end of the day, you know, I could try as much as I want to be the best photographer in the world, but at the end of the day, experience, knowledge trumps all, creativity trumps all, right. and sometimes you just got to know where you're at and and try to advance to that next level exactly. you know because it's yeah, like you have to be self-aware yeah, yeah 100%. and it's it's totally cool you know what i mean like when i and the problem is the competition is so broad because everybody wants for example to be a photographer right even people that don't even know how to use the functions of a right. camera they're using an iphone they're using a phone yeah, yeah and the phones make it so much easier for them right. but say i'm assuming right just assumptions. I'm assuming that's the same thing with fighting. Everybody wants to get involved with fighting. They yeah. see the UFC. The UFC is at like a peak right now. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the sport there's to watch. Of, yeah, there's a lot. But at the same time, I feel like fighting's a little bit different because, uh, I mean, it's you're right. It's it's super no, similar. I'm, I'm interested in hearing your perspective on but, it. But yeah, I feel like fighting's a little different because all these different martial arts that you could learn, you know, if you learn the basics and really get a good foundation of the basics of each each martial art that you want to train or that you have trained or whatever it may be, right? When it comes down to being in the fight, mm. there's a level of, like, creativity, just like you said, that only only I could produce or only someone else could produce, 
you know what I mean? The the creativity that you have when you're in there and when a guy's coming at you and you're going at them and right. <clears throat> to be able to mix things up and put things all together is really what it takes. I feel like that's what I, I do best, honestly. That's why I can't wait to go into MMA because I'll be able to really showcase my different skills because I, I feel like I'm very good on the ground and uh, Dude, my stand-up is just getting better. You have better. one video on your uh, on your Instagram and uh, I decided, you know, you know, Mike, Mikey's going to be on the show today. I'm going to scroll through his Instagram, see what's uh, up, yeah, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, see what he's been up to. And I, you don't have too many postings, so I, I went through all of them and, right. and I see I the video of you. You just wrapped this dude up mad quick. You you were on his back, and then all of a sudden he was getting choked out. Yeah, that was actually the my first jiu-jitsu competition ever. That was fucking dope. Yeah, dude. Was that was cool. quick. I was Thank like, you. God. Yeah, right. it's it's funny because I look back at uh, those videos and I uh, I think like, wow, dude, I would have smashed me if I were fighting me back then. You know what I mean? Like, I see but so many errors and like flaws. You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy what you see. But that's now that I'm down the road that's a little bit. what that's what you should be happy right. for right, right, right. you know that's, because that's now you're getting to that next year yeah right, it's all right, right. it's it's all about progression right. unless you're doing it like you said there are people that do it just because they love it and because it keeps them in shape yeah that's fine yeah do your absolutely, thing yeah. but you have a lot bigger goals than that yeah. right yeah yeah I do. so yeah i'm know. not i'm not i don't do this shit <laughs> for, like I, I i do do it for fun because i honestly have so much fun you know what i mean doing yeah. it but at the same time like i'm i do this shit because i want to test myself and compete at, at the next level. I want to compete at a high right. level. And How did I'm you get my, involved in all there. this? So I got to shout out Nate Franklin because that's Dude, my boy. Since, I see him at the gym since, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All he the tells time. me you guys are all yeah, down there yeah. trying to get in shape. Yeah, Steve and yeah, uh, nah, Chris and everybody. Trying. That's the key word, trying. Right, bro, that's all it takes, bro. <laughs> the hardest part is walking in the door. We, yeah. That's like the biggest saying oh, in I like know. martial arts gyms. It really is, yeah. too. It's it's crazy what that, uh, that, that saying holds. But, uh, he's getting big. <clears throat> yeah, he's getting big now. He's he's really putting his all he's into weightlifting. Big. Yeah, yeah. No, he's I getting see big him. fast. It's yeah. crazy. I was with him last night, but uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, I gotta shout him out because he's the one that he came up to me one day. It was like, yo, let's go try jujitsu. And I always was so interested in martial arts my whole life when we were really? when we yeah when we were young. Me and AJ boxed. When I was like oh, I remember twelve, thirteen yeah, years old. Nah. I had the only knockout in sixteen fights, and AJ had the only TKO. So oh, like shit. off the so rip, we, were, yeah, yeah, and it was a Golden Gloves boxing. It was like a okay, you know, it was good coaches and stuff like that. Good competition. It wasn't no random shit. It wasn't no <laughs> right, right, side right. Of it was it was legitimate. Yeah, yeah, it was legitimate boxing, and uh, I stuck with that. Like I, I took what they they taught me, and and I always kept training on my own, whether I I had a coach or not. I always trained boxing. I always loved boxing. It was the way I kept myself in shape. It was the way right. I kept like discipline. For like not going crazy off the deep end stuff like that, I always wanted to be able to box and stuff. <clears throat> so yeah, one day he was like, "Yeah, let's let's go try jujitsu." I was like, "All right, cool, I'm I'm with it." And, and you have somebody thought. else, yeah, right? Have somebody else that's brand new, you know what I mean? My size. I was like, "All right, cool, we can go there together and train together. It won't be that awkward, you know." And uh, I never looked back. I think I said it on the last podcast. I had like a, a 14, 15 year old kid. Who had been training for a few years already? You know, he was a he was like a freshman oh, in high yeah, school, yeah, but he yeah. was yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. He was a bigger bigger boy. He punked bro, you. <laughs> tossed me around, bro. Tossed me around. I wouldn't say punk me. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. Like, he relax. definitely he definitely tossed me around a bit. So relax. He, he took he me down fucking... and like was able to hold me down. Right. And I just had like no idea how he was doing this to me. I was I had been in a bunch of fights like in bars and. 
on basketball courts. You know what I mean? Oh, we, I know. We were those, yes, yeah. sir. So, I know that. You know, City Hill versus Hillside. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, bro. Chris was there. I, I did not have oh, the balls man. to show up. I was no, not a fighter like that. I no, just, that's fair. You know, I, I just, I kind of liked watching. You know? I remember Devin. We all showed up. Devin had a broken arm. Yeah. A couple of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Chris crazy. was wearing the plaid shorts like it was 2004. Yeah, man. <laughs> crazy, crazy times. Fun times. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, um, we grew up in a town where, like, listen, if you had to list a thousand towns before Naugatuck that were tougher and the street fights were harder, you could. Yeah, easily. You probably could. Easily. Yeah, easily. But, but I will say this. Our little clique, our little crew that we ran around with. Yep. We were tough, bro. Yeah, we were tough. Yeah. We were the toughest kids around. Toughest kids yeah. around here. I mean, that's maybe that's Different not saying generation. much, but Different, no, because you try and do that now. You try and go find kids yeah. like that now. Yeah, well, 14, that's fair. That's fair. That's 13, fair. 14, 15. Kids are softer these days. They are. It's, they, you know, you don't have to. You know. But having said that, like, there's kids that, uh, like, younger kids that out that that take the kids classes and jump in the adult classes at our gyms and. There's some tough you get kids. Your diamonds yeah, in the rough. exactly. You get your yeah. diamonds some, in the rough. That's stuff, not to talk shit on there. a whole generation. Right, right. But, it's tough to do you know. that. It's tough to generalize like yeah. that. But, but yeah. I mean, it's kind of true. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I feel so old saying yeah, these things. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. oh, it's kind of crazy, man. It's kind of true. But you, you know, hate, we're hearing that from older people when you're young. But but it's true, yeah, man. It you won't say unless it's true. Well, I mean, it's like the technology is just getting crazy and. Kids can just have like all type of virtual realities kids in the, in the, in the comfort of their home, and kids could be millionaires off of talk, <sighs> yeah, or off that. of off of wa- other kids watching them play video games. Yep. Like how the fuck? And a lot of kids are. Yeah, a lot. You know, yeah. You'd be surprised. A lot of fighters do that as well. They, yeah. There's a lot of guys. No, Max fight, Holloway. Yeah, yeah. Max <laughs> Holloway. Uh, Sean O'Malley does it. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of them. Mighty Mouse does it. Yep. A bunch of guys. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty cool. But what I was saying was, is like, dude, you could list so many other towns in America that right. uh, that would wash us. Right, right, like, right. you know, I'm sorry, but I mean, it just well, we're just, a small. It's not like we're like a big city town thing or is, like that. Thing is, this Ain't nobody is, washing me. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, though, there are some fights, man. You know, yeah, we there are some, some fights. That's well, all I'm saying. My we thing, had some fights. I, I feel like, I feel like. Um, Whether the level was different or not, right. you know, compared to the rest of the right. country. Well, a fight is a fight. You a know? fight is like a fight. If, if the, if, if the other guy's down to fight, you know what I mean? That's it. If he ain't going to quit and you're yeah. not going to quit, then somebody's going to win or somebody's going to lose. But I, me, we always, I have two brothers, obviously, you know, my brothers, and uh, we. We oh, had our, our our scraps, you know, early yeah. early days. We had our, our some some real good scraps, and I don't think I've ever had a fight that was uh, like I felt. It's kind of crazy to say, but like more in danger. Or like like me and my brothers used to fight, man. Yeah, really fight. I don't doubt so it. So it's like for sure. I had I have been exposed to that at a young age, and yeah. we always enjoyed it. We always got into trouble for no reason because yeah. we were just a little wild. I man. ran a few thirties and. Uh... You know, yeah, so you I would say, I would 30. say, yeah, I would say I'm about like a, a, a just like a 500 fighter. Ah, that's fair, know? bro. Yeah. That's not bad. You know, it could be you much know? worse, bro. Yeah, yo, I mean, yo, but, you listen, you're gonna, you're gonna lose, especially oh, like, yeah. you know, as a kid, it, it happens, oh dude. It happens. I'm surprised like, I didn't get my ass beat a lot more. You know. Yeah, man. We used to. My thing, no, this is the out. problem though. My thing was that I, and I mentioned this on the last podcast you were on. I got jumped a lot. That was my thing. That was the thing. I got that jumped was a couple my times thing. Too. I got, I got jumped a lot. I got jumped like two or three times before yeah. I even graduated <laughs> high school. Yeah. 
and uh, just kids that you know, just stupid. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, and uh, yo, yeah, but the thing do? is though, thing is, I don't know if this is saying a lot about them or saying a lot about me. Never got knocked out. Yeah, I've never been knocked never out. Never got knocked out. I got knocked out once, and it was in a football game for okay. Emmett, okay. and it was because I was the play was done. I was walking off the field, and um. Knock on wood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was I was walking off the field, right? And I just pancake. I was a lineman. I just pancaked this kid from Bullard Havens. Bullard Havens is this very, uh, like, just dirty playing team yeah. from Bridgeport. I'm yeah, not going to lie. That's uh, You call it how you see it, you know? Yeah. The, and and, and yeah, guess what? What I'm about Hamden to say, what I'm about to say is another reason why people say that. And it's because I was walking off the field, right, after I just pancaked this dude. And he was so pissed because I was talking shit while doing it because we're talking shit the whole game back and forth. And yeah. you have your internal battles within a game. Right, right, right. And this guy was so pissed. Up with every, every play. Bro, he mm. put the crown of his helmet to the back of my head. Wow. I didn't even see him coming. I was walking off the field and I just fell. Yeah. And that's all I remember. And then like the coach was like, dude, you got to go to the hospital. This and that. I'm like, where the fuck am I? And I had like four concussions throughout. Like yeah, senior, uh, junior, yeah. senior year, and then also I had one concussion in Portugal when I played. It's no joke, man. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah, it's rough. I've had a bunch of concussions. That's the only time that I've ever been like dazed like that, like yeah. really out of it. Yeah, there's sometimes like in jujitsu you fight too long to to uh, to tap to the choke. You know, you want you want some of this, dude? Yeah. yeah All right, please. but I guess I'm icing that. Yeah, there's like. You know, you uh, mess around and don't tap in time, and they let go, and you're just at the verge there where you're, you're seeing the stars, you know? Yeah. It's a little sketchy. Thank you. You tell me when, man. Do it up, bro. You don't be shy. I want you to fucking... That's good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is my favorite, Maker's Mark. It's a little strong, bro. You're gonna, you are gonna. You might want to let it sit in the water, or sit in the ice a little bit, let it water down. It's tough. I put hair on your balls. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's nice, bad. right? Maker's Mark, right there. That's nice. Okay. Um, we gotta turn the labels away and stuff. Yeah, no, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't give them extra. Yeah, I mean, I'm already saying it. You know, fuck it. They don't need to have yeah, this shit. Yeah, you're promoting right Yeah. No. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well. But yeah, man. Like, just do you ever get concerned with like head injuries when when you fight? Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a definitely. You ever think uh, about that shit? Like your long term health? <clears throat> I do. I do. Um, What's your approach on that? Like, what are you, what are you gonna do about that? Because I know you're gonna take some hits, bro. Yeah, everybody does. It happens, yeah. But, uh, ah, man, it's that's a tough question. You know, like, you go, you go both ways. See what you're doing. I see what you're doing. It's tough. The first thing, my answer to that question would have been like, I have to outweigh the risk versus what I'm passionate about. Right. You know. Well, that's 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 my head. That's what I think of, dude. If there was. I don't. There's not much that could stop me from training and wanting to fight. I don't think there's anything. You know, I, dude, you're so dedicated to it, and that's one thing I give respect for because, like I, I like we talked about in the beginning or before we recorded, is like you have to be passionate about something, right? You know, right? Because the motive, like I like Jocko Willink always says. Uh, I like Jocko Willink. He's super motivational, uh. but he always says when motivation fails you, rely on discipline. Right. So if you do, if you do things every day. You know what I mean? Punch yeah. the clock every single day. It just becomes something you do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it. The days, like, there's a lot of days where I don't want to go train, you know? A lot of days, like, most days, 
I don't feel a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we we train hard. We we train every day, six days a week, if not seven. You know, and yeah. we train hard. We do a lot of hard rolling, and I spar twice a week. But it's just. So how many days you train? Like a, a week. So normally, we, I mean, on average, I, I'm I'm assuming it, it it varies. Usually, I like to give myself at least one day where I don't do any type of like sparring, rolling, anything like that. But I'll still I still try to like, get a exercise. I gotta exercise every day. I feel like if I don't, you have to be loose. Yeah, man. I feel you have like to. like I like to do. I like to take Sundays. Like today, I didn't just because the gym was closed today, and mm. it'll be closed tomorrow for Memorial Day. Which uh, right. shout out to all the. You know, the, the veterans the vets, that made the bro. ultimate sacrifice. Yes, you know? sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I had a lot of veterans in my family, but... We definitely we definitely support right, that on here. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> but, like I said, man, like, you know, you got to be dedicated to something. Right. And you're clearly dedicated to fighting. And, um, like I said, I can't... Res- I can't... Res- I can't fault you for that. You know, I can only have respect for that. Because, like... Even if you said you were passionate about fucking making tree houses, dude, fucking kill it. If you make a sick ass tree house, bro, right. I like it. You know? <laughs> I'm saying, you know, I was talking to somebody. We were at the barbershop the other day, and uh, I was talking about that place that I was going to. Barbershop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout shit. out Gus. Do you want to cut? Yeah, he's always got me feeling. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that was one of my favorite shows. It was, was cool, right? Yeah, I watched it. Setting it up in a barbershop. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Felt like LeBron's talk show. Yeah, it was official, man. That was official. Yeah, but it was funny because he. Yo, not to put him on blast or anything, but um, I don't think he's ever smoked a cigar. No. And I lit a cigar up, and he started coughing. I'm like, bro, you don't inhale that shit normally. Like, yeah, like it's like, a blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, I guess he just didn't, like, know. Right, you know, right. I, don't th- I don't think he's into cigars, which is cool. Yeah. Because I was like, yo, I'd... you want me to bring some cigars? He was like, yeah, bro, bring them. I was like, all right, cool. And I brought him, and he was like... <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> Gus is cool, man. He's Gus a is cool the man. Dude. Yeah. He's been cutting my hair for 12 years, something like that. Yeah, since freshman year since, for me. Yeah, since I was yeah. a young, young man. Yeah. Which I'm, I mean, I'm still a young man, but. We, we, we both right, are. We both man. are. Come on, That's we got right. to yeah, keep spring it alive. Hopefully, it. we could say that you know, when we're 30. That's, what, huh. that's another thing about the martial arts lifestyle that I love. It's like, it's a way to stay healthy. You right. know what I mean? Like, I've seen. My parents and a lot of people in my family, just a lot of sicknesses and yeah, you know, sure. just not taking care of Same. your body and stuff like Same. that. So, right, it's like a big, big focus in my life. I like, I like to uh, live long. You know, yeah, me, yo, I love life. You yo, know what I'm saying? Fucking right, preach. But right. um, you know, when someone enters that that um passion, that hobby, that uh, interest in jujitsu, muay thai, anything. Um, regarding MMA, uh, how do you get involved in that? And how, like for example, hypothetically speaking, not not saying I'm gonna because you know I don't make bro, promises you on this cu- show. You try it, bro. But like, how does man. how does someone like me, right? I'm 25, I'm 5'8", and I'm about 220. Right. How does someone like me? Clearly, you know, I'm out of shape. How does someone like me enter that? hobby it could be a hobby for me passion for you right. lifestyle for you right. how does someone like me enter that you know and then Bro, fucking... like we were saying before the hardest part is walking in the door you just gotta right. do it you gotta want to do it and right. then just make it happen right. just like anything else dude you, you could sit around and research it and talk about it all you want mm. but really you just gotta wake up one morning and say tonight i'm just gonna go to the gym 
right. know what I'm saying? And, now, how do you train? Because, like, <laughs> for someone who has no experience in that, how how do you guys train? What do you guys do to, like... Because say, say, for example, someone who loves watching the UFC and they think, okay, you know, I'm going to get involved in something. So they take jiu-jitsu. Try it out. Right? Yeah. And they do it, you know, just because they think it's cool. They want to lose some weight. And you know something to do. Well, I'll give right? you I'll give you an example. My my little brother, AJ, he's, dude, he's lost he like a little eighty five, ninety pounds already. Dude, yeah. he lost so much weight. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Now, no, now, how does someone get into that? And and what happens if you have, for example, pre existing injuries? You know, like yeah. it's not just like going to the gym. It's like, <laughs> for example, I have a bad back. Imagine if I were to do that versus you know going to the gym, I could avoid certain workouts right. that would well, fuck up my back you don't, versus you don't necessarily have to do like hard sparring you right. know what I mean you don't have to roll real hard if you want to try jiu-jitsu like for example if <clears throat> if a new guy comes into our gym and he wants to try jiu-jitsu for the first time what our black belt would do is he would have his son, which is the brown belt at our mm. gym. He's a three stripe brown belt. He's just about Straight ready to get. Sunning people, yeah. just throwing a son. At people. <laughs> well, that's, his, that's his son. Yeah. So they only yeah. they own the gym together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's about to get his black belt somewhat soon. Nice. And um, he would take the new guys after warm ups. We do we do warm ups where like usually like a lot of times I'll run the warm ups. Any higher belt upper belt that's on the the mats can run the warm ups. Cool. But uh, so you do warm ups, and then afterward he'll take you to the side. If you're the new guy, <clears throat> the black belt will take you to the side, and he'll te- he'll try and teach you all the basics, all the like the game per se. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like when when the when the fight hits the ground, like obviously it starts standing up. The point is to get someone to the ground, and then get on top of them. You want to pass their guard, which means get around their legs, and then you can start attacking submissions once you've gotten around their guard, right? So he'll try and teach you like the basics in the game that you play when you're doing jiu-jitsu. And uh, usually maybe second, third time, they'll let you spar with higher belts. So that they can take it easy on you. Right, because when you're a white belt, you, you don't have a lot of techniques. So you just want to – Balls to the wall. Yeah, you want to – you know what I mean? Wanna, All power, everything. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it's like you don't really know much yet. I would definitely feel com- more comfortable going up against someone who's experienced because right. I know they're just toying with me. There's like a saying that uh, the most dangerous guys in the mats are the safest to roll with mm-hmm. because, you know, in training – Because they won't injure you. Exactly. They will – It's not know, about yeah. trying to muscle and – No, because they, I mean? they already went through it, you know. Yeah, they they've, oh, they've okay. That's, that's interesting to know. Yeah, cool. So they won't just throw you in with like the shark pit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta watch right. out for if you're a, if you're a newer white belt, you gotta watch out for blue belts and like higher striped white belts because they're constantly getting beat up on by the upper yeah, belts, so like the purple the and the brown belts. So they want to yeah, they want to get subs <laughs> and stuff on you. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. But at the same time, that's how you learn. You're you're right. gonna get su- you're gonna get submitted. You know what I mean? Very often. Like right. I still get I get submitted all the time. You have to you be know? pretty fucking flexible for this shit, no? <clears throat> Not necessarily. We got a lot of guys. There's a 54 year old, 56 uh, year old guy that just got his blue belt with Rob. Oh. Dan, he's a good. He's such a good guy. He uh, every time he's gone out and competed a couple times and smashes. Smashes really? guys that are twenty years younger than him. Yeah, he's in uh, the divisions. Sometimes he gets a twenty-eight year old guy. Sometimes he gets like a thirty-five year old guy, and he's in his fifties. And because it's a combination a monster, of, I, I would assume it's a combination of flexibility and strength and strategy. Really, honestly, all those things are they're good to have, right? You need like you want to be strong. You want right. flexibility is good. If you're flexible, you can do more things. You can do different techniques, but usually real big guys are not all that flexible. So what they can do and what a small guy can do 
are two different things. They're going to have two different games when they're playing that game, you know? Yeah. And uh, the, the, the one most important thing is knowledge. Knowledge is king, you know what I mean? Like, people think that being real strong or being real explosive is going to get you real far. It's not. Nah. If you, like, if, especially if you've gone into a jiu-jitsu gym and you've tried rolling with upper belts and stuff, you're, you're like going to find out very adapt, shortly. Being able to adapt to, like, what they're giving you. And then right. changing up, and it's then just, just knowing knowing so many techniques that wherever right. the fight goes, because really that's what it is. Like once you start rolling and stuff, it's like kind of chaos, like controlled chaos. Mm. And so if you've done it for, you've been on the mats for this however many hours you've been on the mats, you know, you your body is comfortable within all these positions within the chaos. You and, know? and jujitsu is more <clears throat> more or less, yeah, it's a it's a it's a martial art, but is it? It's also like a lifestyle too, right? Yeah, it teaches you a lot about life. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. What, what, what did f- it? What did it for this example? What did it teach you? It taught me. I know a it's lot. a heavy question. Yeah, it taught I know it's me a, a heavy lot of things because you put a lot of hours in. Right, but. right, right. Jiu-jitsu was like the first, like boxing I did when I was younger, you know, and that was like my introduction into martial arts and stuff like that. But when I did jujitsu, it was like a different thing because, like, like I said, a little kid was able to take me down and hold me down, you know? So it was like, it made me realize, like, yo, I got to learn what this kid knows, yeah. or you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, throughout... It just humbled you in a quick, oh, instant... 100%. Yeah, yeah. A very, very humbling. Very humbling story. Right. But yeah, there, there's there's little mini victories and defeats that you go through on your own while you're doing it, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and all those things teach you things. And and the farther you dive delve into jujitsu itself, like... The harder you work, and you start to push past levels that you couldn't, yeah. you didn't think you yeah, were ever yeah, capable of. You know what about. I'm saying? Yeah, you break it different teaches mental you barriers. about yourself. It definitely yeah. does. It definitely oh, does. Shit, man. Yeah, if man. you think, if you could change anything that anything that you bring to the table, if you could, if you think of anything that could take you to the next level, what do you think it could be? Because obviously, right. Every fighter has their their strengths and weaknesses. Right. If you, what is one thing that you think that if you had under your belt, you it would it would take you to the next level, next two levels. You know what what's one thing that you think that that's like a tough question because I don't want to answer that and then everybody's gonna be like oh that's his weakness uh, we're, we're gonna attack right, that weakness right. nah but I don't care. Uh, well don't, don't don't fighters watch tape or no they just go into it. Some fighters, some fighters watch a lot of tape. Some fighters don't watch tape at all. Sometimes, sometimes fighters will just have their coaches watch tape and then right. relay to them what they believe they need to know. Hmm. But uh, I would say um, I'm, I've been focusing a lot on wrestling. Okay. Because there's a difference between jujitsu and wrestling. And, and, and jujitsu is like for some weird reason that to me that would be the last thing I thought I would hear you say because of that video I watched. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, in that video, I wasn't doing the wrestling. That no? kid shot. That kid shot a double leg. And and he it was kind of a sloppy double leg and I caught his neck and I just jumped guard to a guillotine, which is mm. jujitsu. Oh shit! In wrestling, there's no submissions. See, you know? that's how that's how little I know about it. I don't know the right. difference. Like know. wrestling I is think more about is wrestling, and you're like, well, nah, bro, that's jujitsu. There that's is not... wrestling within yeah. jujitsu, and there is jujitsu within wrestling to an extent, but They're not as much as there, there are different techniques, right? Right. Right. Like wrestling is taking somebody down and being able, being able to hold them down, you know, okay. in, in different static positions and stuff like that, which is really really good for a jujitsu player to be able to do because mm. it's like it's a position over submission. That's if you can pin cool. somebody down, then you can start submitting. You can start trying. So you to say submit. wrestling, all right? 
Yeah, and I've been working a lot on that lately, and I've honestly I've been getting a lot better. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't doubt it. Uh, we're going down. Uh, me, I, my Muay Thai coach is Dan Dubuque. Shout out, my, yeah, shout out. Uh, what up, Dan? Yeah, <laughs> he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's the man. He he kind of like took me under his wing. He's teaching me a lot. Cool. But uh, he's a he's a pro fighter. He's a pro MMA fighter. Been around for a long time. He's a savage of a human, bro. Dude's That's a machine. Awesome. He's an absolute That's machine. Awesome. So uh, we've been going down to uh, FAA where uh, Nick Newell has his gym. FAA, okay. it's in Milford. It's one of the bigger gyms like around here, and that's what that's where I've been doing a lot more wrestling and just a lot more MMA sparring and stuff like that. Because Nick has a fight June. Uh, God, it's in a couple weeks. June nineteenth, I believe. I might okay. be fucking that up. I hope I'm not. But um, for Bellator, and he's a savage, dude. He's wow. absolutely savage. I saw him fight in Bridgeport. And he trains out of Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, oh, right, right in Milford, so he's from the you, area. If you had a pick, like, <laughs> what are... Because obviously MMA right now, worldwide, is big. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have you have great fighters coming out of all these different countries. Um, if you had a pick, just in America alone, right? Um, first of all, I want you to pick, like, probably the best spot you could go to to train in and America? to learn in America. <clears throat> all right, well... I mean, there's a lot of good gyms around in in, in the United States. A right. lot of really good gyms, like, but uh, I can name a lot of them. But I got to be honest, like, I love I love where I'm at because <clears throat> I knew you were gonna take the high fucking bro. Road, I, yo, listen, you're I, like Tom Brady at a press conference. I love right now. I Damn love it, my team, bro. I love my I know team. You do. I really do, man. I mean, okay, let me rephrase the question. All right, all right. You have you have football players that come out of the south. Right, you got Texas. Right, Texas is like a big football. Yeah, you know, you got those Huge farmer boys. You know, right. a lot of linemen come out of Texas, Oklahoma, um, yeah. Alabama. Um, when you like, what are uh, and this is common knowledge throughout everybody. What are like the top places that everyone talks about? Because I'm I'm assuming there are those places, right? You have those places, and you have places like Connecticut. And then my second question is, where does Connecticut rank? among those places because I want to know I want to know what what the different levels are right mm -hmm. and I also want to know where Connecticut lies with that because I'm a huge obviously I, I support Connecticut this is right. where I was born right. and raised <clears throat> um, so I just want to get an idea of the different levels or the different reputations right right exposure you know so I would say like again this is all opinion you know what I mean yeah to an extent yeah but uh there are so many good gyms like down in Florida uh like for an example, um, some guys that are like my age that fight pro, like uh, Jesse Kozakowski uh, and okay. Mike Kimball, they both yeah. were training down in Florida just not too not too long ago at um, Sanford MMA, which is a really good gym. Michael Chandler trains out of there. Gilbert there Burns go. trains out of there. Kamal yep. Usman was training down there. They got a lot of champions, a lot of world class wrestlers, strikers. Henry Hooft is uh, an incredible kickboxing coach, but. Um, like I, the list goes on and on and on and on. Like Mark Henry, incredible coach. Mm. But <clears throat> I like I like the fact that uh, I train at a gym where it's like very family oriented. You know, it, mm. they they take a lot of time on me. You know what I mean? And no, I, I appreciate sure. that. You for know, sure. but uh, it's always good to cross train. Like I, I would if I got the opportunity to go down other places and train, which I will at certain points if. I'll, I'll I'll create the now opportunity. These, now you know? these high level gyms, right? I'm assuming you can't just walk in there. They have to invite you, type of thing. Well, 
you mean, could you, you could, could walk in, pay your membership, and yeah. but you're not going to train with the best guys that that go there. No, you know what I mean? No, they even, probably have even, their own separate fucking building. Well, <laughs> they have like a lot of guys will come in at certain times, you know, and only have one or yeah. two training, especially if you're close like, down the gym. Just yeah, for them. like yeah. higher, higher, higher level guys like that are fighting for championships and stuff like that. They're not just going to spar with Joe Schmo, you know what no, I mean? That's not at all. Goes. Because then if Joe Schmo whoops their ass, then they got to answer a lot of questions. Well, that's the thing too, like. <laughs> In- I always wonder that shit, man, because we're all human, you know? Yeah. And it's like, imagine you just walk into a gym. You'd be surprised, dude, especially, like, it's changing nowadays, but, like, old school guys, a lot of them will tell you that they had their hardest fights in the gym sparring. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, for sure. nowadays, guys aren't sparring like they used to. Like they, mm. And it's for a good reason. Like, they, they, treat, they treat the game like it's a professional sport as opposed to, like, just going in there slugging Max down Holloway, the gym, you know? such a such a sh- I was just watching Food Shut- Diary. Wow, I can't even talk. Such a savage that yeah. he doesn't even he doesn't like spar. He doesn't he's spar. he's at the he's at the point in his he career where he's he... done so much sparring, dude. He's been in the octagon so many times, been in so many different fights. But hear me out. I hear fighters talk all the time that, you know, you know, like they they go through training camp, right? And by the time they're done with their fight, they got they got to get back in the gym because the game keeps changing and evolving and getting to the next level. Right. I was like, listening to um, Alex Volkanovski and uh, Craig oh, Jones on Joe see, Rogan. See, yeah. just today. No, I, heard, I heard a lot of things out of your mouth that like I could tell you listened to the episode, but I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna uh, put yeah, you on. Yeah, but it's a good episode to listen. Yeah, it's a really to. good episode. But really he was good. that's what he was talking about. Um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, Alex Wilkowski. having to keep evolving with the game, right, right. Yeah. So like between uh, between training camps, like a lot of guys, Volkanovski was saying, a lot of guys will like train real hard for their camp and then fight, and then they want time off until their next camp. But well, like it, that yeah. that in but between then, time, yeah. you don't have to be going balls to the wall, but you should still be in there getting better. You should still be in there evolving, trying to learn new things, sharpen your right. tools. You know, like that's the time to do that when you're in camp. You're going heavy, you know what I mean? Mm. Work on the shit you know, the shit it's like specifically geared towards the fight that's coming up, like the fighter and so So I chill in all year round. I don't I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like to take now nah, sometimes you gotta take a break, like you gotta heal your body. That's why I like to at least take one day off. Like I'll do a Sunday. Sunday's usually my day off. Unless you're the go Donner in the morning. death squad and then they just they just fucking <clears throat> Right, go but every, when every when week. they're hurt, you know all what I mean? Day, and that's yeah. also not MMA sparring. That's no. jujitsu, you know, right. so when you got, you know what I mean, little gloves on, and you're constantly being punched in the face, kicked in the head, shit like oh, that. Oh, you, you gotta I mean? take time off. You yeah. have to recover. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so I, Sunday I like to just do yoga. I would do yoga on Sundays at at CT shit, Combat. Man. Yo, yoga's the shit, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Dude, I gotta get in shape. Bro. I gotta talk. Yeah, we gotta talk after. I, I gotta. Sure, get, I gotta bro. get in shape. I gotta get in shape. You gotta. Bro. I, I don't need to go fucking fight people because I'm gonna get tied up like a fucking. Ragdoll. I don't need that shit. Bro, you gotta And just... I gotta really... So, pretty much the whole conversation we had before about, hypothetically speaking, if somebody wanted to walk into a gym, right. that hypothetical was me because right. I'm out of shape yep. and I have a lot of previous injuries. Okay. You know? Yeah. My back is shot. So, I wanna, I wanna get exercise because I know once I get in better shape, the back pain is gonna go down. go down, absolutely. And all that shit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I, I wanna yeah. do... I wanna be Most involved likely. in something... That's gonna work. That I could commit to. That's not gonna fuck me up. You know. Yeah. And that's my biggest fear is yeah. like having yeah. the back maybe, pain. Maybe jujitsu is not the best. You know what I mean for right now. But it at the same time. Be. But at the same time, you don't have to go. You don't have to be sparring. You don't have to be rolling if you don't want to. You know what I mean. You could just do. I mean, 
in my opinion, if you want to get better at jiu-jitsu, you have to roll sometimes. But oh, for sure. If you're just trying to get in shape, then that's not what you need to do. You know what I mean? They got crunch and punch classes. They got boxing classes, Muay Thai classes. Boxing, yeah. boxing might be the best one for you to start out with. It's because a lot of cardio. Pretty sick cardio. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. You know, and we got good coaches. And down they there. deal with they different the, levels of difficulty. Yeah. You know, or different levels of experience because right. I'm obviously it's all going levels. in there just it's all fucking, levels. Yeah. Right. There's guys that are fresh, never, never threw a punch in their life. Girls, you know what I mean? Yeah. Same, you know what I mean? So. Well, one of your, one of your uh, friends from your gym follows the podcast. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, that girl that uh, commented on something. One of your, one of the Instagram posts from your episode. I don't know. She does like a her Instagram has like a bunch of uh, different clothing and shit like that. Oh, um, I think that's Lisa. Yeah, I think so. She's yeah. uh, she's I think the. She's she's real good friends with the owner, so she's there okay. all. She's all yeah, the she's time. Training, she's there. Yeah. yeah, she looks like she's in shape. <clears throat> she's in her. good shape. I think she has like um, like problems with her joints or something like that. So she's constantly doing yoga and stretching and doing stuff right. like that. And, and right. she does the boxing class all the time. It's a cool chick, really cool chick, really good artist. Shut her yeah, up. no, I see. I see. You know, I follow her too, and yeah. I, I follow her work. And I was like, dude, anytime you know, yeah. I'm a photographer. If you want to a- advertise or whatever, we could probably work something out. Whatever. Right. Right. right um. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I see, I see a lot of people just, even Steve, our friend Steve, uh, he came down for a couple, classes. Down for a couple classes. Yep. Yeah. And I was yep. like, damn, all right, Steve. Getting and he, he fought hard while he was there too. He, yeah. he, he stayed for a, maybe a week and some change and he started rolling with guys and stuff like He's that. Like, all right, guys, I gotta go back to work. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't been back in a while, but it happens, you know, <laughs> Typical it, it's, Steve. it's crazy. I'm a bust well, I mean, about this. yeah, that's fair. But, uh, <laughs> It's actually really typical. Like a lot of people, like ninety percent of people that try jujitsu, don't stick with it. No, because they, it's not they, for everyone. No, it can't know? be. It can't be. Just I like mean, it kind of is for everyone, but at the same time, it should like, be. You, you what, gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta want to do it. I know? would have rephrased that as if like it should be for everyone, but it can't be for everyone. Just like, for example, in my opinion, photography did a lot for my for my health, for my mental health, for me Fair. as a person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I would say. That is for everybody, you know. Right. But right. you're gonna go out and take a picture? No. <laughs> I, yeah, I like taking pictures, man. Yeah, you're Sometimes. gonna get in your car at like nine nine p.m. and drive down to Washington D.C. so that you could go take pictures. Not, not likely. Uh, of not course, likely. Nine p.m. I'm just getting out but of the you know gym, what? bro. That does I'm a lot. Eat something, go to sleep. But that does a lot for me, you know, and it yeah. does a lot for uh, yeah. different people. Right, right. Um, it's different strokes for different folks, you know. And that's why I say, just like the people that you know just want to like have everything like set up for them you know it kind of irks me man it It, it it makes me want to just like shake them and be like dude like find your niche yeah find your niche and even once you do like i've had a bunch of setbacks like a bunch of setbacks i broke my leg i broke my arm i uh i dislocated my toe in my first muay thai fight like yeah there's things dude Things are gonna happen. Bad things are gonna happen. You know, it's it's not always gonna go exactly how you want. But no. you just can't quit. You know, you just, if you want it that bad, or, or you know what I mean, if you're if you're that passionate about it, then you're gonna keep going. And right. that's been my experience. I've had a lot of setbacks, but I feel also that those setbacks have like, uh, have you ever heard of the saying? It's like an arrow. Like, the further you get pulled back, the farther you're gonna be propelled. Exactly. Forward. Exactly. <clears throat> so, and I, I I believe in that because I feel like in these setbacks that I've had. I've had time to get better and better and better, right. and now it's it's giving me more confidence going into the fact that I'm going to start getting into some real amateur MMA stuff now. Like, right. 
Yeah, I'm training with pro guys, a lot of really good amateur guys now. So I got a so lot of different it all helped. Uh, I got a lot of different changes coming up as far as like my whole life. Mm. Gonna take a nice little move out out east and uh, start a new career and and do my thing out there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Congrats, once I get by the way. thank you. Yep. Once I get settled in, um, a big thing, you know, because. I don't know, man. For some weird reason, mentally, when I got a lot of things up in the air, you know, that aren't, like, definite yet, mm. it fucks with me. And it throws me off. Yeah. So, fair. like, I haven't... Once I got this new job opportunity, ever since I've gotten the process of it... It's a long process, and I'm not going to disclose where or whatever. Right. Um, but it's a long process to get this job. And... um. Ever since I got that offer, yeah, um, and trying to get the ball rolling, uh, dude, it threw me off. Like I couldn't go to the like I, I found excuses to not go to the gym. Like yeah. I it, like like I just w- I wouldn't be as like into things. Right. Like people would ask me to do things, and I would just not. I would be like half sold on it. Yeah. It's like yeah. for some weird reason, when my mind is scattered, right, I cannot get into a a positive routine of yeah. like going to the gym. Yeah, I don't think right. it's that, I don't think it's that even that weird. That's that makes sense to me. hundred percent. Because right way. if I'm being honest right now, um my buddy Will, who I'm moving in with, we're looking for an apartment and we're trying to, you know, get the ball rolling. Uh so, you know, my career is in the process. My living situation's in the process. The podcast is in the process because I'm bringing Will on as a co host. Oh nice. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Um, and, uh, and so there's so many things up in the air. I know what I want, but for some weird reason, my mind plays some fucking weird tricks on me, man. And, you know, it, it, it fucking sets me back, you know? Well, I I would say this life is a process for sure. You know, it's like, you're, you're not gonna, it's. I like to I like to think I posted something the other day it was just my gi and one of my my boys gis that I first started training with he's a brown belt now and he like really yeah. yeah he really took me under his wing when I first started training jiu jitsu and he taught mm. me a lot you know right and we're really good friends I was there the other night at his house watching the fights but uh I, the caption I wrote was the journey is the destination because mm. it's the truth like you hear guys talk about it all the time like regardless if I ever make a penny like I'm gonna do this. For a long time, like I'm never gonna stop. This is something that I love to do. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying every part of the process of this journey. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is really just the beginning for me. I feel like I have so far to go, and I believe that I will make it a lot farther than I right. am right now. But I'm just, I like to take every day, like, like it's, like it's a blessing because, because it is. You know, yeah, it it's is. It it, really like is. I get to do what I it love. Really you know, is. I'm like able bodied, and I'm a lot like. I, I'm able to do this. You know what I mean? A lot I'm of people. Not gonna lie. Every, every once in a while, it's nice to have a nice whiskey and and, yeah. and catch a buzz yeah, and yeah, hang yeah, out with friends and stuff that. But like, one thing I learned, and dude, this is coming from someone who would get blackout drunk at bars every weekend. Yeah, I had my one days. Thing, one thing I learned is like, yo, that 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 can only do so much for you. You know? Yeah, it's not gonna do. And, yeah, you you gotta. And when you do find a niche to like get a positive thing rolling, right? I gotta, con- into that. I, I gotta quote my my idol real quick, you know. Who's gotta that? conquer my inner bitch. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Joe well, Rogan. Not, Yo, well, that's I a mean, good that's idol not that's not quoting him. That's quoting that that guy that trains like a fucking zombie. Who who's that? The fucking uh, guy Goggins? that he always talks about. Goggins. Goggins? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, Dude, he's a savage. But I gotta conquer my uh, the the thing I was talking to you about earlier with the whole my mind scattered over like different issues that are gonna resolve itself out. Um, at that point, you know that's that's where you conquer your inner bitch. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's my inner bitch 100%. fucking with me. Yeah. Yep, and yep. um, that's right. And, and dude, like, listen, if it, everybody could find their 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 person that they hear and like the things that they say really sticks to them. them For yeah. me, it's that guy and, 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 and his podcast. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot of uh, Tim Dillon. I listen to a lot of uh, Burt Kreischer, uh, Bill Burr. Burt Kreischer's funny. Yeah, I like I like I like the uh, the comedians, and I also uh, <laughs> listen to. Uh, you know anything that I could, anything that I'm interested in that time. Yep. You know, I'll find a podcast here and there, like conspiracy theories or shit like that. Yeah, but if you find the person that attention. says shit that sticks with you, you know, like you could start really implementing what they say into your everyday life. You know, yeah, 100%. and that's why I do the podcast too. Because who knows, one day maybe I'm saying some shit. You know, I'm young. You know, but I'm assuming. You know, based <clears> off. <throat> What I hear, what I see, when I'm like 35, 40, I'm going to have some experience under my belt. You right. know, right. I'm going to be that black belt fighting the amateurs, you right. know, because right. I have right. that. So it's like, you know, maybe I'll have something worth saying to people. I think you got something worth you know saying, saying now. No, and no, think, that's true. But I I'm think... saying even more so when I have that experience right. yeah, because 100%. it's like people who've been around and been around the block, yeah. they have something that like, could, money can't buy exactly they that's could, the truth they have experience and experience, they, could, knowledge. they could get people to do something positive for the life right. that's Just the like coolest. when Joe Rogan says yo conquer your inner bitch or when Goggins says conquer your inner bitch man they're, they're, they've lived a while you know what exactly. I mean and that's something exactly. that that's helps them get through the, you know what I mean? yeah 100% yeah. 100% versus you know just hearing some random people talking on the internet right. like that are right. fucking my age or younger than me right but yeah I'm gonna take advice from you but no, even even so you know what I mean people are profound you'd, you'd be surprised but uh, that's that's one thing that I love about martial arts. Every different kind of martial arts is that it's really just about knowledge. And when you go into like a martial arts gym, like the guys that are higher ups, the black belts and the brown belts, and <clears throat> they'll teach you. You know, they're so willing to teach you the knowledge that they've accumulated right. over the years that they've spent on the mats learning this martial art. You know, it's the coolest thing. And now, like that, I'm getting to a level where I know a little bit more than the average guy. Obviously, like. Yeah, now when you can the start, new guys come in, I can, can teach them. You know, and it's yeah. like it's like the it's a really right. good feeling to be able to pass that on, and then especially to see them run with that and and use what you're saying in like live roles and stuff like that. Yeah. And like it makes you feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a a piece of you that you're passing on to them, even though it's not really a piece of you. It's just a piece of this martial art that you've learned, and that's why the lineage is so important and stuff like that. Great, so yeah. cool, man. Well, um, when you so when you think of your um, experience and passion in this sport, in MMA, in jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, wh whatever you find, boxing, whatever you find yourself in, um, say, and this is not to knock anything you're doing right now, but hypothetically speaking, say, you know, pro career, you know, only goes so far, this and that, what, is this something that is going to stick with you for the rest of your life? Yeah, 100%. And is, I'll never stop. So, I'll never stop. So if I could, is there if a possibility I, that maybe like when you're older, you get a little school going or something like yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. Because I, I, I was that. wondering, like, yo, how many, like, how many fighters that are out there, right, that just, and, and, and um, again, not saying this is you at all. 
I think you could fuck some people up. <laughs> including myself. I don't I'm not I'm not I'm, yeah. a I'm fight's not, a fight, bro. You never know. Man. I'm not going across this table. All it takes you, is bro. one. You know not... what I'm saying? That's it, dude. That's it. Uh shit. But um no, what I'm saying is is like, you know, when you have that imagine if say you don't have like say you don't get to where you want to get, right? And 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 this could happen to anybody. Right, NFL wow. players, basketball players, yeah, anybody. Whatever. What, what, yeah. But you're fucking. But you know you're fucking shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think. I think there. Are, I think there are a lot of fighters who just can't physically do it, but know so much shit right. that they could fucking teach like yeah. no other. Yeah. You know. And there's vice versa. There's guys that are super, super talented. You know what I mean? When it comes they to doing can't it, teach for shit. but they can't articulate <laughs> it. They can't, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a different skill. Just like anything else, like training in the gym is different than competing. Competing is like a skill of itself. You like know? for example, I'm sure, I'm sure there are a lot smarter people in soccer than Ronaldo. And Ronaldo's a smart motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, right? or, or just dog. more knowledgeable about soccer. You exactly. know what I mean? Or just, just the fucking different like, plays that they I can would run. Compare that to like John Danaher. John, dude, that that's dude, what I was that getting dude at. But I wanted you to say it. Yeah, dude, that dude taught <laughs> philosophy at like yeah. at uh, yeah. Columbia University, yeah. and then he he started and arguably, in jiu-jitsu arguably and in jujitsu, he's probably the best coach. Not, I don't. I wouldn't even say arguably. I think he's the best coach there is for jujitsu. He's well. There you go. He's and, coached all the best that have ever done it. You know what I mean? And and well, and no jujitsu. And I bet like, you know, Gracie, he's only so limited as far as like physically what he could do. I, I'm pretty sure he could right. fuck some people. Well, up. he was. He was. He, he could was, fuck some people. He was up. so yoked up when he was a young man. If I'm you sure he could fuck some people him, up. But loaded. is he gonna be like Gordon level? Well, he's an old man now. Of course, but even yeah, in his old, prime, I mean, not maybe not an old man, but I don't know how exactly how old he is. But he's older. He looks a little older, yeah. Yeah, he's but even not, in his he's, prime. He's probably past but his even 40s, in his, I would But say. even in his prime, you think he, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I well, who knows? Who knows? Think he could roll with, with Gordon? You know, well, like I don't think anyone could roll with Gordon. I don't think so either. Gordon Ryan is is the best no gi guy I've ever seen. I, I arguably the best. And it's really not even arguably. He's the best no gi guy ever. Okay. You know, 100%. But, but, I, I that, but that. that just goes to show you that there are some people that have so much knowledge that they have more knowledge than the physical ability to apply that knowledge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. And, and I think anybody in that sport, in any sport, any passion in anything, um, where you have somebody who could fucking do something like talk about doing something better than what they could actually do right as far as like the best elite in the world not talking about like me better than you better than my neighbor better than no i'm talking about just the best in the world the highest level right and that's why i think like yo because i always wonder when i'm watching like the ufc for example right and i'm watching ufc fight night specifically and you see these people that I don't even know. I never heard of their name before. They're, they're, they're either making their debut or they've been they got like a fucking twenty seven and uh, twenty six record, and I never heard their name before. Right. I'm like, yo, okay, they made it to the fu- they made it to the free the free night. You know, they made it to there, right. and you know, 
what happens if they don't make a name? What happens if they don't get there? What happens if they don't get to that level, right? Bro, like, fighting is not very lucrative. Like, no, there's like all. a top one percent that yeah. are making like seven yeah. figures. You know it's what like I mean? No, no, nobody else. It's like nobody else billionaires. is billionaires. Yeah, nobody else is making Granted, that much money. Granted, they don't money. get paid like billionaires. But let's not. They say don't that. get paid very much at all, dude. You'd be surprised, yeah. man. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Like, you get paid um, more to go to Bellator. Oh, I wouldn't say that either. Then UFC? Oh yeah, no, no way. What? No way. The UFC is the highest. Maybe paying. I'm thinking of something else, but there's there. I mean, it's competitive at the highest level, I would say. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I I know guys that are that fight for Bellator that I train with all the time that are fighting for Bellator and my my point all, was much, my right. point was granted that guy in UFC fight night doesn't make it right. He right. got that far but doesn't make it right. Well, I mean, if you got that far, you, in my opinion, you've made. If you make it to the UFC, you are in the top echelon of fighters in the right, world. Right, but you know, but there are, but, but I'm sure when you make it there, you're gonna want to make it to. The... <clears throat> yeah, anybody that's getting that far, I'm sure wants a UFC belt wrapped around their waist. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. 100%. But say they don't. Right. But let's bring and reality. Most, most into fighters it. won't. Most, now, most fighters won't. Now, you know, my point was, where does it go from there? Because you know, nobody knows your name. I, I mean, out of the fighting world, because I'm sure in the fighting world, yeah, the people involved, you'd be surprised. they really, know their fucking names. Yeah, it's close knit community. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And but but you know, they they're not they're not up there with the Khabib's, McGregor, Usman, you know, right, right, Adesanya. Right, right. You know, it, it just it's not there, which is fine. <laughs> but I think that those those fighters, they have so much more to offer because they might not have what it takes to be the champ, but I bet you they could fucking train a champ. I bet you they could take Maybe. someone to. Well, that's that's know. the thing. Like, you I don't think it stops that, there. That that bit of uh, you got to be thirsty for knowledge and thirsty to teach. You know, some guys. Yeah, it's it's it just like it's it's a skill set of its own, just like competing and just like you know what I mean. That coaching aspect is a skill set of its own. So now, um, let's bring this back to you because this is your this is your episode, dog. This is your episode. You're the star. You're the star here. You know. <laughs> You're the star. I like it, yeah. uh, cool. You're fighting on McGregor's day. <laughs> it's, I my day. it's my day. It's my day. Yeah, you bro. said it's it. My, you it's said my it. Fight. I don't even know who's McGregor. McGregor who? McGregor who? Yeah, McGregor right, who? Right, Notorious right. who? Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> you're fighting on the same day as McGregor, which, yo, right off the rip, you should be amped up because I'm amped up for you. I'm and amped up just because I get to fight again. Man. I'm going to go. Listen, first of all, Chris and I are going to pregame. Fire. We're going to go there. We're going to be wasted. I'm a fucking... Don't get too crazy, bro, because no, it's no, going to no, be I'll all be martial arts-minded people in that place. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll get wrapped up real quick. <laughs> I'll get yeah, you, because, nah, usually everybody's real respectful. You know, yeah, no, I will not. I will never get disrespectful around people that could beat my ass. Hell no. Right. Well, it's like with the bigger the, the bigger shows and stuff. Like if you're at a yeah. UFC fight or like a Bellator fight, it's like, there's a bunch of guys out there that don't know anything. That they're in the crowd. That You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just drunk trying to watch a fight. Mohegan only does like boxing, right? No, Mohegan does MMA. Really? Yeah. I want to see you there, don't My I? first, I oh, see you there. oh, I'll be there. All right. 100%. Let's get it. I want to see you 100%. I, I already know. I'm going to, I'm going to fight this, I'm going to, I'm going to fight a Muay Thai fight on July 10th. After that, one of my training partners and my coach are going down to Delaware in August for uh, WKA's, which is World Kickboxing Association. All right. And we're going to get a couple, it's a tournament, so I'll probably fight. How many, how many fights do you fight a year? Um, so or how many do you plan on fighting a year in in Muay Thai? Because you just got into it, right? Well, yeah. Um, I'd like to get. Really, this year is the last year that I won't be like diving into MMA. This this right. I'm gonna fight as many Muay Thai fights as I can fight this year. I'll get some more uh, Jiu Jitsu competitions going in, 
to to the towards the end of this year, and then next year I'm gonna be fighting MMA at Mohegan Sun. Mark my words. Real, right. Reality fighting. You heard it here first. You heard folks. it here first. Reality fighting. I will have a fight at Mohegan Sun. Unless you Sun. know him personally, you probably heard it at home, at the bar, wherever right. he's exactly. hanging out at the not, gym. Not only go to the bar, but. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of you a don't small need to, circle right? too, <laughs> right? So I don't you don't know. need to. You got a lot on your. But everybody eat. knows me. Everybody that knows me knows that I mean what I'm saying. You Hell know what yeah, I'm saying? nah, definitely. Especially anybody close to me that goes to our gym or anything like that. Like, how? I'm there, bro. How do I'm you there. feel? How do you feel heading into this fight, July 10th? Happy man. I've, yeah. I'm, yeah, man. I'm, I'm so up? excited. All I'm right, so good. excited to fight again, dude. Last time I, I dislocated my toe and it got stopped in the first round on some corny shit. Like, yeah, I remember. You know, you, we were supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. and I were supposed to be there, yeah. and and um, I remember hearing about. it. I was like, damn, that was this weekend. I'm so I was so pissed that I yeah. missed it. Um, mark my words, though. Next fight and probably so on and so forth. Word, however word, word, many word. times you fight, That'll I'm gonna show out. I'm gonna That'll show out definitely. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited, man. I can't wait to fight again. I wanted to get a rematch with the kid that I fought because because it's a mental thing. Well, no, nah, I mean, I, me, I don't I don't feel like, like I don't feel like I lost that fight. I don't. You you were pretty good. Yeah, I felt like uh, I did well. I felt like. Uh, I mean, you could, I could say all these things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if it no, went in, it went into the later rounds, I felt like I was uh I was going to start pulling away. You know how many fighters talk shit on podcasts? Bro? Yeah, but I'm not one to you really don't need to talk you know? shit, but if if you feel a certain way, bro, whatever. Yeah, no, exactly. You know? I, I speak. I'm an open book. I'm I'm a book. I'm an open book. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to I'm going to say what I feel, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So exactly. That's the way I've always been. But uh yeah, I felt like I was doing well in that fight and you know, I got a little injury. It happens. You know, what can you do? So Chris Wyman. I'm like, yeah, man. How about that? You Oof, know, God, the, the fact happens. that that happened to him when he Did was the one Anderson that checked. Yeah, oh my goodness, man. That that was that was crazy. I couldn't I, believe that. It, I don't want to say. I don't want to say it was karma because Chris Wyman didn't do anything wrong. No, to he don't Silva. don't deserve that. He does 100%. not deserve that. It was not karma, that. but it was. I, I, I guess the word might be ironic. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it was, ironic. It was maybe ironic. coincidence. 100%, yeah. Um, Coincidental, yeah. But definitely not karma. The dude did not deserve that. Um, you know. Nah, that's he'll rough. Get, I just get saw right, a video uh, this morning. He's walking on his own again. Already. He'll get right. So he'll get right. He's already walking again, so that's awesome. He'll get right. Um, so, <clears throat> like, if you could have it your way, right? If you could have it your way. Burger King, right? Sponsor, hey. dude, we're just sponsoring yeah, everybody well, today. Yeah, I <laughs> gotta some, stop some... having Mikey on the podcast because he just. <laughs> My bad. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm calling out all the brand brand names, bro. My fault. My no, fault. you're good. You're good. I'm fucking with you. Um, but if you could have it your way, obviously you want to win this next fight, and then yeah. if you could, yeah, I don't ever want to lose a fight. No, I, if you're a fighter and you want to lose a fight, uh, yeah, you probably, you're in the you wrong probably, business. Yeah, you're yeah, not doing it right. Hundred percent. You're doing science and math class, but hundred <laughs> percent. What what's the what's the next thing that happens after hypothetically? You know, your intentions are to win this fight. After that, what if the best thing could happen to you? You know. What happens next? What like if you could have it your way, to not just don't obviously say something. Re- you're not going to because you're very humble, but you know not to say like yeah, be UFC champion. No, no but like no, if you could have it your way, right? At a reasonable next step, what after this fight? What is it? What 
What's the next? So, move? Uh, just more Muay Thai experience. I'm just I want to go down to Delaware in August and Get I want to show out. Yeah, I want to I want to do well down there. My coach is very confident that I'm going to do well in that tournament because uh, I don't have a lot of fights, you know. And right, so I'll be in a a, a, a less experienced uh, like division type of deal. So. He thinks I'm gonna do really well. I think I'll do really well as well. But yeah, just just to get more experience, I, I'd like to next year. I'd like to get at least two, at least two. I'd like to get more than that. But MMA amateur MMA fights. So I would like to at least do two next year, and then from there on out, <clears throat> you know, I just just want to keep training and fighting. Just be able to keep training and fighting. Stay healthy. You know what I mean? Keep yeah. training, keep getting better, and keep getting opportunities to fight people. Well, you're very well-versed in the sport that you play, which, you know, you should be. Um, if you had it your way, what age, what age, if you could put a number on it, what age would you say, I'm going to go pro? Um, if you could. I'll be 26, not, I'll be know, 26 in September of this year. Okay. Um I mean, to, to say I want to be pro by 27, 28 is like, I mean, it's right right be, around the yeah. corner, but I feel that that's, that's where I'm headed. By the time, when I'm 28 years old, <clears throat> I'll be getting paid to fight. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Oh, f- f- I hope so, man. 100%. I hope so. No doubt in my mind. Shit. All right. Yeah. Well, um... Well, we're we're wrapping things up here. All right, cool. We, yeah, you how know, long has it been? It's been about an hour fifteen. All right, cool. You know, you killed yeah. it. Right. You killed it. We um, always we always just talk. <laughs> we always just bullshit for a while. Um, well, if you could leave the listeners with one thing about you know, because I don't know if I'm being honest. There's a lot of things up in the air with this move and everything like that, and I don't know realistically with your schedule, my schedule. When's the next time you're going to be on the podcast? Fair. Um, if you could leave the listeners with anything that they could remember you by as far as, you know, cause here, here's where I'm coming from. I hope my, my, my dream is that you take it to the next level and you are very successful. I appreciate right? that. And, yeah. um, not only for your gain, but. For me to say that I had two episodes with probably one of the best fighters, you know, that yeah, I know. Cool. Yo, you know many, that, many to come. Many yeah, to come. No, I, I'm yeah. not jumping the gun. Right, right, I'm right. Not, I'll, I won't do that to you. You right. know, I won't jinx you. Even, I won't... Yo, even if I was the biggest star in the world, bro, you know, no, the people it, that were it, around it just, before all it that. Feel, it know? feels good to be able to have a conversation with you before, if it happens, I'm not jinxing right, you, fair. before you... Um, because I could tell you're serious, and I could tell when people are bullshitting me and when they're serious, and I could tell you're serious. Yeah. And um, and I respect that, and I hope that, you know, you get to that point. If you could tell these listeners one thing that they could remember you by, because, like I said, who knows when's the next time you're going to be on the Clocked Out podcast. Right. Um, you know, say, for example— <laughs> You're fucking doing your thing. You're the busiest guy to reach. Um, and we could look back on this 10 years from now. Right. What are you going to tell people? Tell them right now. <clears throat> tell them right now um, to remember you by so that in 10 years from now, after you did what you had to do, and you're still doing what you have to do, because 10 years is, you're 35. You're, you're a young little buck. I'll still be in my prime. Yeah. Bro. Just about yeah. there, you know? What are you going to yeah. tell them? Um... I would tell everyone 
that. No matter what happens, no matter what you want to do, no matter what you've been through, just wake up and do it. Like whatever, whatever you're trying to do, whatever that passion is that you found, or if you're scared to start something, or because I honestly never thought in a million years that when I was 25 years old that I would be this deep into MMA or, or martial arts in general. Right. So. I woke up one day, my buddy hit me up, like I had I had a, a, a little bit of a push because my buddy wanted to try it too, and so that's how I got into it, but <clears throat> whatever you want to do, just get up and do it, just make it happen, nobody else is going to do it for you, like you can do all the research you want, you can do all the talking you want, but really like if you want it that bad, just go out and do it, because everyone that's ever done anything had an idea one day and then started doing it, the best people that ever did anything that's ever been done, one day they woke up and said, this is what I want to do. And they just went and did it. So, great answer, That's man. That's it. Thank where you, where could these guys find you if they want to keep tabs and, and follow uh, the journey? So my Instagram is at m antidormi nine eleven. It's just my first initial and then my last name nine eleven is my birthday. So uh, yeah, you can find all my fighting stuff is will be on my Instagram. I post all that stuff on my Instagram and my story. That's pretty much it. Uh, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna start start a uh, YouTube channel soon. So okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'll have that in the link on my bio and my okay. Instagram. Yeah, so put that I'll put that in the link in the description, right, cool, man. Cool, Just cool, let me cool. Know. I appreciate that. Yeah, so yeah. that's where you can find me at. If not, if you don't got Instagram or you don't got internet or anything like that, you come down to CT Combat, baby. I'm at <laughs> CT Combat in Oakville, Watertown there area. Yeah, man, that's where I'm at. Well, Mr. Michael Antidormi, uh, thank you Paolo. for thank you for coming on the podcast, my sir. guy. Thank you. Um, it's always a pleasure. And we will see each other very soon, Absolutely. July 10th. You're fighting. You know, I got I got money Tune on in. you. I'm gonna Tune be in. betting people on the sidelines, bet, bro. Bet <laughs> bet it all, bro. Bet it all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got bet. I got confidence. I got confidence in you, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you. For thank you guys me. for listening. Awesome. We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah.